Welcome to a new episode of Human Affairs. My name is Jorge Diner and I'm a humble servant of global society. Episode 5 is called The Disutopian Present. Some of you will start asking where that word disutopia comes from. As you know, we know the word dystopian future, or we know the word utopia. And actually, what we are trying to untangle during this podcast is the existence of a new concept called disutopia, which I think pretty much reflects the times we are living right now and the, both the extraordinary challenges and the incredible opportunities that we have in facing these challenges. Last week I spoke a lot about the difference between natural and human-made disasters and this week I have to speak about the, the extraordinary, terrible human uh, 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 made disaster, or better say, the human made disasters that, you know, comes with a renewed threat of a nuclear bombing by Russia in Ukraine, and also of the terrible natural disasters by the uh, disaster and the destruction caused by uh, Hurricane uh, uh, Jan in, uh, in the Caribbean and in Florida and the southern east of uh, of the United States. And, you know, when I look at these things, I think, you know, you know, again, you know, I don't want to be repetitive. We leave this, this extraordinary time. Sometimes, sometimes it's just, it seems really unrealistic sometimes in the future. And when, when I was thinking about uh, what I wanted to share with this growing audience, and please, again, thank to all the followers, fans, and people who, uh, listen to this podcast and thank you for sharing this with others and making sure that this human affairs wave continues to grow. And I'm thinking about, you know, the, the, the word is utopia. It's basically, of course, it's part of uh, being disruptive because that's a word that you can't find in a dictionary. And it's a combination of two words that creates a new, a new concept. And, you know, it's about disrupting even language, you know, it's the disruption uh, demands a lot of chutzpah to be what's chutzpah you know chutzpah is that combination of being shameless a little bit naive or naive enough to uh, to, to to go out into a podcast with a word that doesn't exist in the dictionary i have the courage to do that and i think that you know it's pretty much about leadership and leadership that is ready to disrupt and not here to disrupt anything it's just trying to find some new uh, uh, way of looking at uh, this this world that is uh, so difficult to understand these days. And, you know, when I was a child, I was always thinking about that uh, interesting relationship between time and space and, you know, fascinated with science fiction, uh, TV shows and, and movies, you know, where time travel and space dimensions. And, you know, when I look now at this, uh, all these movies and TV shows, there are so many lately, you know, uh, on, on every streaming you have a new one uh, about uh, dystopian futures and you know evil fighting against against good and uh, all these different things I think you know this is, a, this is all off track it, you know it might be interesting as you know watching another football match which means you more or less know where it starts and where it ends just you know it's a different uh, number at the end but you know the, the script is written from the beginning till the end and here is more or less the same because when you look at the reality today it's that's basically means that the dystopian future is here right now and and why i'm calling the word this utopia because i think that one of the ways of uh, of uh, answering uh, this very challenging dystopian present we live 
is to make sure that we anchor our response in the values that we care, that we are not defensive in looking at this as a critical situation. We need to react and be reactive, but that we base everything we do, even if we have to react, even if we have to take immediate actions to respond in the values that are part of our utopia, of that ideal dream of the future that we have. Because if we lose that, then we'll just continue in the same direction. There is, uh, and, and my utopia is that, you know, a humanistic world where humanity prevails and, and it's a common language for humankind that uh, will reach that point. That, that's my utopia. That's my credo. That's what I aim for one day. I know it's a dream. It will take a lot and maybe never will get there, but that's the kind of uh, horizon that I, I see in front of me and try to, try to reach and navigate in that direction. And you know, when I was thinking about, you know, my, my experience working in companies and organizations and many times consulting for companies and organizations, advising, coaching people, working for companies and organizations, running them myself uh, in, 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 in all different positions uh, and executive positions in leadership, is that many times, you know, we, we, we do the same kind of mistake of being reactive to situations that are not dystopian in the present, but very challenging crisis that we need to face. And, you know, it's, you know, the, 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 the so-called crisis management school of, you know, how you deal with a crisis, you know, when a company is at the verge of, of going bankrupt or when an organization, you know, it's losing its relevance, you know, how you deal with those challenges. And I always say that, of course, you need to provide immediate responses, but they need to be framed, they need to be wrapped by the values that you care, by that kind of dream that keeps you alive and that keeps you being who you are, the essence of what you represent, the dreams, the vision, the mission that uh, that you have. And we as humanity, you know, uh, we are trying to look at that kind of response, you know, in the during the pandemic didn't didn't work. You know, I was thinking when the when the, when the COVID nineteen pandemic started, and um, I I remember you know at those moments I was thinking, okay, you know, the whole world is you know on the lockdown, and we could just uh, uh, look at this as something that is uniting us, and and, and hopefully after this you know we will be uh, uh, better and we'll be more united and we'll be more caring for each other. And it didn't work. Just you know uh, in a way work here or there. Societies in some places, you know, they did uh, care together, and it really depends on this. But as a global village, uh, it just uh, didn't work. And the question is, will it work now? Um, and here it's uh, uh, again, it's it, it's how we look at, uh, at at the different things that we do today. Uh, and I think you know the the, the future-oriented ver- uh, vision that we have of where we want to be, it's again, it's kind of like the compass that needs to guide us. And it, again, this is for Global Village, this is for the companies we run, for the business, for organizations, for the societies we live in. That's the way uh, we really need to, uh, to look at, uh, at, at this. And, and, and if we can do that, then we will be better equipped to not just to survive a crisis, but to go through a crisis, looking at that as an opportunity, definitely to grow in the direction that we want. Will humanity reach that point? We live in very challenging times. And I have to, to make a note that uh, 
uh, I, when I spoke about you know this dystopian this utopia I, I was thinking about uh, how, how do we deal with this this whole issue of uh, of a real nuclear threat and you know this this morning you know the the, the Chechen leader uh, called definitely openly officially for the use of nuclear bombs against uh, Ukraine, something that it was uh, threatened, but now it's like officially you now saying that it should be done. And, you know, of course, you know, many people are analyzing, are they bluffing, are they not bluffing? I think that's it might be too late to make that analysis if it actually happens. And I think that uh, the world, entire world of humanity has to make sure that if there's anything we can say, share, do, uh, that we do it. I'm saying it here, anything. Everybody should make sure that our governments and those who are responsible of making sure they do everything possible to stop that from happening, that uh, we should uh, talk publicly and, and say that uh, no to uh, any nuclear attack. Nuclear bombs were an information for the world, but they were meant for many decades to keep some balance, like, uh, one way or another, not to be used or never be used again after those terrible times were used at the end of the Second World War. And uh, because, you know, this is the planet we live and uh, and that's what we have. And, uh, and, and of course, you know, um, you know, in for, for performances to, to happen, you need the actors. And without the actors, there won't be any performance, not in a theater, not in the streets. And, uh, the risk of uh, self-destruction of the planet is something that we can't, we can't uh, really afford. So when I speak about this utopian present, I speak about a period that on one side it looks like the dystopian future is happening right now, but also it looks like if we use that utopian approach, feeling, dreaming of a better future, as part of our response, maybe the this of this world, dystopian, will disappear and we will be able to live a better world for everybody who lives in this planet. This is Jorge Diner, a global servant of humble society, or a humble servant of a global society. And this is Human Affairs Podcast, and I'll talk to you very soon again. Thank you.